It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor, 50 pin place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome to the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Derek G, thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. This is our second go-around at the podcast today. I recorded it earlier, and we had some technical difficulties, which when I say that, that means I screwed up. I did something wrong. I have no idea what I did, but it sounded like it was coming through on AM radio. And as much as I like that and have an affinity for AM radio, I'm not so sure that you do. So I didn't want to put out a half-assed quality product, so we're redoing the show today, and we've got some updated info to talk about as you get ready to make your way to the peak to catch the Thunder and the Knicks tonight. Coming up on today's show, we'll talk about whether or not Russell Westbrook will play tonight. We'll give you his status in the game notes, and we'll discuss what Paul George said. Also, since we didn't get an opportunity to hear from Billy Donovan last night due to technical difficulties... We'll hear from Billy Donovan in the first segment talking about Dennis Schroeder, and we will also hear Billy Donovan's opening statements about the Oklahoma City Thunders matchup with the Phoenix Suns. Get ready for that. I'm excited about getting an opportunity to hear those because I want to refresh my memory as well. Plus, we'll talk about the New York Knicks and not so much from what they bring to the table now. Um, because one, you might not have an opportunity to hear this podcast till after the game tonight, but why I do actually think that the Knicks could be a player in free agency after looking at their rosters, I'm starting to change my mind on whether or not the Knicks could make something happen. And I'll tell you why I honestly think they could. And as Canners back in town, that is sort of the, the, the title today is sort of a reference to Ennis Canner being back in Oklahoma City because, well, he's Ennis and we love him. But also, it's a reference to the Beatles and the 50th anniversary of the White Album being out, which I would highly recommend that if you've never heard the White Album, see if you can find a copy of it in mono. Listen to it that way. It'll blow your freaking mind. It is one of the best albums ever recorded. Eric Clapton does a guest appearance on While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Kills it. If you can find the version with Prince doing it, which obviously wasn't done by the Beatles. It was done by an all-star group. That's pretty awesome as well. But there's just some great gems on there. Helter Skelter, Dear Prudence, I Will. Uh, Why Don't We Do It in the Road. Um, everybody's got something to hide except me and my monkey, but that's enough about the Beatles. Let's get back to the podcast today. In segment two, we'll talk about Carmelo Anthony and where he may end up. And Paul George will talk about the issues that the Rockets are having. And then we'll wrap up talking about the Golden State Warriors falling apart. What's going on with Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. And 
How much can we really take from what is going on in Golden State as to what may have happened in the final year of Kevin Durant being in Oklahoma City? I'm Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK. I am in my sixth season of covering the Thunder. I am a credentialed member of the media. I will be at the game tonight. And when you go on Locked on Thunder after the game, there will be video from players and coaches. And we will also post that on our YouTube channel as well. We've also got some uh, other things coming up with Locked on Thunder that we'd love to tell you about. We can't say it now, but there's some big announcements concerning Locked on Thunder coming up here in the next few days. Let's jump into it as the Oklahoma City Thunder get ready to play the New York Knicks tonight. The latest on Russell Westbrook, according to the game notes, is that Russell Westbrook will be out tonight. Dennis Schroeder will be the starting point guard. However, Paul George is hinting that Russell Westbrook may actually play tonight, which wouldn't surprise me at all. If Russell Westbrook thinks he is even remotely healthy and can go and play some quality minutes, then he will. And I'm sure Billy Donovan's going to announce that in his pregame media session tonight. I would also bet that if Russell Westbrook is allowed to play, there's not going to be a minutes restriction on him at all. You just don't do that to Russell Westbrook. He's a freak of nature. And Russ, when he has the opportunity to get out and perform, just does exactly that. He gets out and he performs. And I, my, my feeling on this is, one, if the sprain's okay and you think Russell can go, he should play, but sprains are so tricky that I wouldn't risk it, especially against the 4-10 and 10 New York Knicks team, that when you look at their roster, you don't know who the majority of those guys are. If you're a basketball fan you'll know who some of the Knicks are. If you are just an average NBA fan, the only guy you may know on this entire team is Chris Stapps Porzingis. That's it. You might know Ennis Cantor from his time on the CBS Morning Show, and as much as he made the talk show circuit this summer doing political things, which that, I mean, real quick, just to, just to go off on a tangent about Ennis Cantor here, when I think about Ennis Cantor's future outside of basketball, I think of ambassador. I think of a guy going into politics and a guy actually making a difference in the world. Not a guy that just ends up ultimately going into broadcasting or basketball coaching, but a guy that really is very civic-minded, very community-minded, and does some good in this life. And and I will watch Ennis Canner's career both on and off the court with bated breath here these next few years. You might know him, but other than that, you don't know anybody on the New York Knicks. And this is the place that Kevin Durant is said to be the most interested in when it comes down to the offseason. Now, there are those that will tell you that he's very interested in playing with LeBron James. I will argue all day long that Kevin Durant does not want to play with LeBron James. We know he can't come back to Oklahoma City, although that's been floated out there as well. Because Kevin Durant needs to go someplace where he is unquestionably the man. And if Kevin Durant goes to New York, even though you may have Chris Stapps Porzingis, even though you may pull in Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant is the guy. And when you get an opportunity to recruit Kevin Durant and recruit Kyrie Irving or anybody else that you think that you want to make a part of your organization, you can sell them on this garbage roster you have now, this 4-10 roster where you're only going to keep a little bit of it, and you tell everyone who comes in, even if you don't win a championship, just by coming to New York, 
you are already a hero. In the biggest basketball city we have in this country, you're a hero by just signing up for the Knicks. And that's going to be just way too much for some guys to turn down because they've never had that opportunity in their career. Now, Kevin has, and Kevin's already won a championship. But really, has Kevin Durant ever been in a situation during his career where he has been the guy? Certainly not in Golden State, because even though he's the best player on Golden State, you can say that Steph is the man. You can argue that Klay Thompson is the guy. And to some extent, there's a lot of us that think Draymond's the man, although that looks like it's getting contradicted um, the more that Kevin Durant and Draymond Green end up being on the same team. And we'll touch a little bit on that in segment three. But you go to New York, even if you bring in Kyrie Irving, you are it. You are the star that everybody is, that that, that team is going to promote. You are the guy that everybody's going to be talking about. And being in that large market, it's going to put you on a stage that even here in Oklahoma City, even though we like to say it's global, you're going to have more people interested in talking to Kevin Durant. And I think this is something he's going to eat up. I think Durant will go there. You will see superstars follow. It doesn't necessarily translate into the Knicks winning a championship, but it does translate into them actually being relevant. And when you look at the East, what that may also do is start to shift the power from West to East because that'll take a key part away from Golden State, and we don't know what they're going to do about Draymond. Oklahoma City should still be good. Houston right now is a major question mark. We know that Utah will eventually be good and Portland, etc. But you're going to have Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, if they stay intact, and possibly the New York Knicks all being good. So that, there's some interesting stuff that may be floating out there. So don't discard what the Knicks could accomplish this summer just because they are so bad and have been so inept for so long. Saying all that, the Knicks could still screw it up. The Knicks could go Knicks, but... I just got this feeling that when you throw out what everybody can be, there's a lot of guys that are going to bite that. Last night, or a couple of nights ago, Thunder win their 8 of 9 when uh, they knock off the Phoenix Suns. And um, one of the big issues, though, well, Paul George was great. There's no question. Paul George was absolutely fabulous that night. Dennis Schroeder was fabulous. We'll, and we'll hear from Billy on him. But the third quarter issues reared their ugly head again. And I don't want to see this become a habit. I hope that this is just a, a one-game thing. And I know that through the course of 82 games, there's ebbs and flows in every particular game. I'm just hoping that this ebb and flow wasn't something that's going to become a habit for the Oklahoma City Thunder. After the game, Billy Donovan got an opportunity to speak, as he normally does. And here are his opening comments. You knew that they were going to come out and, and and play better than they did. And I'm sure they felt like you know our our first two quarters um, there was things that maybe they could have done better. Um, and it's like the third quarter thrust is things that we could have done better. Uh, that was kind of it was a choppy quarter. It was a quarter that you know there was really no rhythm and we fouled, we turned it over, and um, we just didn't have a great quarter. Had to give our guys credit coming back in the fourth. We got stops and we were better offensively. So um, I thought it was a, a good response coming off a, a game where, uh, you know, in Dallas, we, we, we didn't defend the three point line particularly well. And, uh, you know, we struggled offensively in that first half and played better in the second half in Dallas. But was, I thought our guys really were focused and responded well. 
And they did in, in the fourth quarter. Billy, you're absolutely right. They did respond well. But, but to have these lulls, when you look like you were overcoming the third quarter, what can happen, even with, with these the, the ebb and flow and everything that I was talking about, is you can start to develop bad habits. And, and let's just hope that what we saw on Tuesday night was an aberration, and it's not going to be something that continues with Oklahoma City. Dennis Schroeder had an awesome game. He struggled early, stepped stayed with it. The thing you got to love about Dennis Schroeder is he's a guy that he has a, a baseball closers mentality. Doesn't matter how many shots he misses. He still thinks he can get it done. And one thing about Dennis Schroeder, not only has he been willing to come in here and fit whatever role the Oklahoma City Thunder want, but when Russ is gone, he's a guy you can feed off his energy. And as much as everybody feeds off Paul George, Schroeder can be that guy as well. Here's Billy Donovan after the game on Dennis Schroeder and what he brings to this team from a work ethic standpoint. He's really competitive. Like, it's just like when, when, like, I think sometimes when guys miss shots or when sometimes guys are not playing well, it can impact and affect their confidence. He's just the opposite. He gets more competitive, more angry, and more upset with himself. And not that he's going to force it, but he just has this belief that he's, he's going to make it, where I think a lot of times other guys can sit there and start to question himself. The thing I love about him is he never questions himself. Now, there may be some possessions like any player, you know, you take it back, that wasn't a great decision, that way I could have done better there. But when he's got good looks and he doesn't make them, it doesn't impact him. And you can rest assured there's, there's, there's an internal drive and desire to, to, to come back and, and make the next play. And, and I really respect that about him. Will Dennis Schroeder start tonight? TBD. We'll find out when the Oklahoma City Thunder take on the New York Knicks, and that game tips off at 7 o'clock at the peak. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Up next, what former Rocket star says Carmelo Anthony should just hang it up? And speaking of Melo, where will he end up next? It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Go to LockedOnThunder.com for more podcasts, for audio and video, and for everything that is the Locked On Podcast Network. There is LockedOnPodcast.com. You can subscribe to each one of our podcasts. And hey, if you're interested in just like particular teams, you're a Philadelphia 76ers fan, there's a Locked On 76ers. You're a fan of the Eagles, there's a Locked On Eagles, there's a Locked On Phillies. I don't think we have a Locked On Temple yet. Uh, maybe we're working on that, but uh, hey, whatever team you root for, whether it's NFL, Major League Baseball, or NBA, we've got a podcast for, and we just started our college stuff, and I'm the host of Locked On Sooners, and you can subscribe at Apple iTunes as well as LockedOnPodcast.com. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Carmelo Anthony looks to be on his way out of Houston. The latest check at here at uh, 349 in the afternoon on this Wednesday says that Carmelo Anthony is still a member of the Houston Rockets and the Rockets had planned for him to be away and he'll come back, he'll join the team. We also know that that Paul that Paul George, when asked the question about Carmelo Anthony being able to contribute, never really answered it. Just talked about how Melo was a Hall of Famer, but never really said whether or not he had a place on this team or he can contribute. And as hard as it is to believe, Carmelo Anthony had a much better year in Oklahoma City than he did in Houston. And there are teams that are interested in Carmelo Anthony. The Miami Heat are interested in him. The Philadelphia 76ers, the Los Angeles Lakers. So the guy has options. It's just a matter if he wants to play for any of those teams. And Tracy McGrady is already saying that Carmelo Anthony needs to retire. And here's where I'll, I'll argue with Tracy McGrady. I'll Look, we all have to concede that Carmelo is nowhere near the player that he was when he was younger. But this is Carmelo Anthony's decision. And if a team wants to pay him and he still wants to play, then by all means, if you still got the fire for it, go out and play. I'm not a guy that got upset when Michael Jordan joined the Wizards. And I know there's a lot of people that that really upset because in their mind, it tarnished Jordan's legacy. I look at Jordan. Jordan is always Jordan. I will always think of him as a guy with the Chicago Bulls and a guy that won six championships. I don't even register the fact that this guy played with the Wizards. Carmelo Anthony, I'll know him from his time here in Oklahoma City, and I'll remember that, but I would guarantee you that the majority of people will think of him as a Nick. Some will think of him as a Denver Nugget, and that legacy stands. Plus, who gives a damn about whether or not some dude like me or some writer or somebody on ESPN or, or even fans, like if you're a player, what do you care what anyone says about your legacy because you're the person that has to live with yourself. You've got to look at yourself in the mirror. And if you left because you let people talk you out of it and you didn't play one more year and you had an opportunity to earn more money or just get it out of your system, then I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to live with that sort of regret. And if Carmelo Anthony continues to want to play, whether it's here or overseas, I'm all for it. If Russell Westbrook starts deteriorating, I'm all for it. I love what Vince Carter did by reinventing himself. And I wish nothing but the best for Carmelo Anthony or any athlete that chooses to extend it out as long as they can because it's a really great way to make a living. There's a lot of money to be made. You can set up future generations. So I say keep playing until you drop. And when it comes to Carmelo Anthony's friend... And I will say friend, Paul George. One thing we can say about Carmelo Anthony. On the court chemistry may not have been good. Off the court chemistry was great. Paul George still has an immense amount of respect for this guy. And Paul George says that it's not Carmelo Anthony's fault as to why the Rockets aren't succeeding right now. Even though they are starting to turn things around. Um, I mean, honestly, I think they're trying to... Uh, the reason Rockets... Our succeeding is not because of Melo. Um, it has nothing to do with Melo. Um, and for, for that to be the notion or, or to be the, the headlines is, is very inaccurate. Um, the fact of the matter is they're just not playing great basketball right now um, as a group. Um, they have great talent, great players. Um, but, you know, it's, 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 it has nothing to do with Melo. Um, Melo's one of the best scorers, one of the best players, Hall of Famer. 
you know, it, it's, 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 it's more than, it's more than, than team efforts over there that the reason why they're not and just a quick look at what the Rockets are doing now because they are starting to get back into that winning mode. They've won two straight, and they've gone 5-5 five and five in their last 10. 6-7 now, and just a game and a half out of that 8 spot with Sacramento. So with or without Carmelo Anthony, the Rockets are starting to get better, and you had to think they wouldn't stay down for long. Oklahoma City, if you're just wondering and haven't checked the standings today, sitting at 8-5, and five, tied with the Clips for 4th. And just a half game behind Denver for third. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll finish things up doing some speculation on Kevin Durant. And if Kevin Durant's already got his foot out the door at GSW, how far was that foot out the door here in Oklahoma City? We'll talk about it on Locked on Thunder. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On Podcast Network brings you your team every day. It is local podcast from local experts. So when you listen to Locked On Grizzlies, you know the person's from Memphis. He's not going to be doing it from someplace other than Memphis. When you listen to the Clippers podcast or Houston or wherever, uh, Celtics podcast, uh, the Charlotte Hornets podcast, which is really entertaining, um, then you know that you are getting information from people who actually cover the teams. We are the number one local podcasting network worldwide, and we are your team every day. We've also added college, and I'm the host of the Locked On Sooners podcast, which we just dropped another new episode at the same time we did LOT today. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting, and keep spreading the word about Locked On Thunder and Locked On Sooners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, all podcasts available at LockedOnPodcast.com, Google, Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, Alexa, and please rate us five stars on Apple iTunes. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green, bit of a dust-up. And according to Stephen A. Smith, Draymond Green called Kevin the B-word. That didn't sit well with Kevin. More importantly, Draymond brought up the fact that Kevin was already out at Golden State, didn't have his heart into it, and Golden State, to show that they had their superstars back, suspended Draymond for a game. And as of the time I recorded this, those two hadn't kissed and made up, but you know this is killing Draymond Green. And you know Draymond would have a pretty good idea of whether or not Kevin is staying or not, because Draymond is the guy that recruited him. And Draymond is probably still recruiting Kevin Durant, and now it's starting to cause friction in the locker room where Golden State may be forced to trade Draymond Green before the end of the season. That's how bad it could actually get for the Warriors. And if I'm Golden State, I don't pull the trigger on that because if I do think Kevin Durant's leaving, I'm not getting rid of a guy who's my heart and soul. Of course, Draymond may have just rubbed enough people the wrong way that you don't have a choice. And whether Kevin leaves or not, you just got to get him out of the locker room because those guys are mature enough now to make it on their own. 
But let's bring it back to Oklahoma City. And we know that Kevin and Russ have always had their major differences. I just wonder if Russ knew, if other guys on this team knew. And if it was a situation where they they felt Kevin was out. Now, I've talked to people who know Kevin. And they'll swear up and down that that decision was not made until that weekend in the Hamptons. And I'm going to knock on a few more doors over here over the next couple of days to sort of talk about this. But that's when that decision was made. And there are a lot of people that will go back and they'll look at games and they'll try and pick apart when they think Kevin Durant was really out on Oklahoma City. I still believe it was sometime that weekend and he just found something that he liked a little bit better. And if there was any truth that Durant was out and his teammates sensed on it, it was probably causing friction, and it may ultimately have been the reason why the Thunder blew that three games to one lead. But the real tale of the tape here for Kevin Durant is how the Warriors react if Durant goes to the Knicks or the Lakers. And if you hear Steph Curry and Klay Thompson react the same way that Steven Adams and Russell Westbrook have reacted, where it's not necessarily goodbye and good riddance to the public, but it certainly isn't hello, welcome, and we really miss this guy and wish he was back here. That'll tell you all you need to know. And for as much as people want to nail down Draymond Green saying he's the issue, those of us here in Oklahoma City know full good and well that Kevin can be a pain in the butt as well. And before we start to think that this is all Draymond Green's fault, remember who he's fighting with. It's not Steph Curry. It's not Klay Thompson. It's Kevin Durant. Start to see a pattern here? Start to see? I I just kind of wonder if Kevin hasn't. We we talk about how Draymond got to that point. I wonder if Kevin hasn't gotten to the point where he's no longer welcome in Golden State. And when he leaves... There won't be any tears shed. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about the Thunder's win over the Knicks. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. Sorry, the Knicks are 4-10. They're not winning this game. Uh, We'll talk about the Thunder's win over the Knicks tomorrow, and we'll look ahead to the road ahead with Phoenix, Golden State, and Sacramento. How many of these games can Oklahoma City win? Well, we'll discuss it on Locked on Thunder. Until tomorrow, everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.